Hello and welcome to Rainy Episode 82. Welcome to Off the Beaten Path But Not Lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail was. Welcome. Burr. It's cold. It's rainy. Gloomy. Yeah, it's been relatively warm and sunny, and we haven't had a lot of rain since we've been in Michigan. But we're going to talk about stationary life and how it makes us sad, so it's perfect that it's gloomy and rainy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like our attitude. Like our attitude. No, really. We're going to talk today about stationary life, making the most of extended stays. When we really want to get on the road. Exactly. The kids are going to skip this one, so just us today. I think they'll be on the next one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next week we'll be doing an update podcast, so they'll be on that. Last week we told you about five exceptional campgrounds that you should visit. Add them to your bucket list. They're in some of the coolest places we've been, some of the coolest areas we've been, I should say. Yeah, not our favorites, but... Maybe some of them are our favorites. I don't. We don't know yet. You mean the campgrounds? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, all of them have something cool to see or do mm-hmm. in the area. And the areas are some of our favorites. Yep. For sure. You can find that at thefailers.com slash 81. And don't forget our 100th episode is coming up. We want to answer your questions. We're collecting questions multiple ways. You can leave a message for us on our hotline. Not a hotline. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I felt like saying that. That's what it feels like. <laughs> 810-373-2020. You can DM us on any of our social networks, Facebook, Instagram, at The Faolas. You can email us at hi, H-I, at thefaolas.com. So a couple weeks ago, we actually did a podcast on slow travel. So taking your time. Yep, that not- was episode 80. So yep. thefaolas.com slash, slash 80 will get you to that podcast. And it was a podcast about how we enjoy Slow travel. However, stationary travel is a whole different beast. Yeah. (laughs) There's a big difference between slow and not moving. Yeah. We've been stationary (laughs) before. Like, when we first got on the road, we were stationary in Texas between two places for almost an entire year. Yeah. With a couple short little, like, vacations in between. I will say, though, that that was the beginning. And we didn't really get a taste of full-time living yet. So, we were driving... We drove there from Michigan. Yeah, over just like, what, three days or something? Yeah, and then we stayed there. You transferred work, and you were working for six months while we changed everything over to Texas, right? Yep, we were in northeast Dallas for six for roughly five months, and then we went over to the Huntsville area for the rest of the year. And since then, we haven't stayed more than, like, three weeks in one area. Well, I think the longest stay since then was North Dakota last fall. We were there like a month, oh, yeah, month true. and a half. Completely forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. it was so much fun. <laughs> forgot about that one. So, yeah, that was like from, uh, we'll say like the third week of September till, well, it was about a month. It was, mm-hmm. We'll just say a month in one spot. And this year we're actually going there as well, and, yep. but this year we'll be there a little longer. So Yeah. That is definitely different. I forgot about that. But other than that, we mostly move yeah, and sometimes every we couple stay, weeks. Yep. We'll stay in the same area for extended periods, but it's different. You're not just sitting there. So this summer, 
we've mentioned on a few different podcasts, but this summer we got here at the end of April. Yep. And we're going to be here until the end of August. So four full months in one area, and that's really hard. Now, I'm not saying we're not having fun. We're loving the time that we spend with our family. We're loving the work that you're able to get done on RV. I'm obsessed with it, kind of. Uh, but You're loving it. I don't know how much I'm loving it. <laughs> True. But it is still really, really rough. So I figured this would be a fun podcast to do so that we could, like, share our emotions and feelings on how this is working out with all of you. Yep. So let's talk about some of the challenges of an extended stay. The big one, restlessness. Yeah. Yeah, we're both feeling that uh, quite a bit, I think. I don't know. The kids probably aren't because they're, they get to play with their cousins and, you know, the grandparents and they get to go do sleepovers and stuff like that. Stuff they normally don't get to do when we're traveling a lot. Yeah. But to us, it's bore, boredom. Not to mention, yeah, there's no mountains here. Like, what in the heck do these people do here? Even though we lived here for... I know. <laughs> like 38 years of our life or something. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and to get to, to get to all the fun stuff that Michigan has to offer, like where we're at right now, it's kind of like a minimum hour drive. And plus with the remodeling and stuff, it's like we just haven't had that time yeah, to, to, really to dedicate to like just having fun. And that's and, part of it too. Well, and if we were actually moving, then it wouldn't be considered stationary. Yeah. <laughs> so in other words, what you're saying is... I'm we, saying, I'm just talking about excursions. Yeah. Not even with the RV. Another challenge, missing the excitement of new places. Yeah, that's one thing that we both enjoy i think rolling into that new like small town or the new area and just seeing everything everything for the first time one of my favorite things about rv life is the move days and it's because we're going most of the time somewhere new yeah and i love rolling down the road and either coming over a little hill and it just like opens up or even the mountains which freak me out but like even those are kind of cool like just all of it i just love the excitement of new Seeing the new stuff, doing new stuff, new towns. Just the scenery and everything, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I still remember the way it felt when we saw our first mountains, when we saw the first desert. And even (laughs) some places, it's not even the first time. Like, when we roll through the Teton area, mm -hmm. or like last year, we rolled through Yellowstone to get from, just from the Tetons where we were staying for like a week and a half, to the next destination. And just driving through there was like special feeling for me you know it what I mean? was i was sad we couldn't stay longer. yeah it's not because we yeah we stopped there maybe for like an hour and just hung out in the park but that was just a drive-through day mm-hmm. another challenge is adapting to stationary life even if it is only for the summer it's a lot of work <laughs> to figure out how to stay put yeah there's definitely less like spontaneity and freedom or the feeling of it anyways yep Missing the open road, feeling stuck in one spot, um, lack of change. All those things you have to, like, you know, start changing your whole... It's something that we program ourselves to enjoy, like, over the last four years. So now we're, like, going crazy. And it's funny because we know we're leaving in August, Mm -hmm. but it's still just, like, I don't know what it is about this. And I don't know, like, if you're a full-time RVer, please message us with, like, your stories. Like, when you stay still for a few months, do you get like this, or is it just us? (laughs) You know, we've met people that, uh, full-time RVers that have been, um, they've had to go stationary for other reasons, like maybe their medical problems or kid medical issues or something like that, and they just have to stay. I don't know. And that adds a whole another level to the mm-hmm. 
to the issue. Another challenge is maintaining interest in the local area. This is a big one for me, mostly because I grew up here. So I've mm-hmm. been here for, I don't know when we left, how old I was, but. You were probably 36. You don't need to give exact details. You were in your late 30s. <laughs> I've been here 30 plus years, okay? I already know all about this area. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really care about it, to be honest. That being said, family, I know you're listening. I love you guys, and I wish I could take you with me. You know I try to talk you into it every day. Yep. So it's not the family part that is boring me. <laughs> it's the area. It's your uh, lack of bison and yeah. grizzly bears. <laughs> it's the area. And mountains. Some, sometimes you just feel like you've seen and done it all mm-hmm. in that area, like where we are, central Michigan. Other than going to, like, zoos and stuff, you know, but... There's especially no big for, attractions here. Especially for us just because we are from here. So we even yeah. it's even worse. But yeah. um, even if we stayed, you know, three, four months in another area, like North Dakota, if we yep. had to stay there for more than two, I mean, you were already kind of throwing a fit about doing it for two months. Yep. You're like, are you sure we want to be there that long? You know, uh, so anywhere for a long time is kind of rough. Yeah. Even if we're staying, like, for example, when we stay in Yuma, we... We do stay in Yuma for the summer or for the winter. Yeah, feels like summer. Yeah, but we're moving. We're going to a boondocking spot. Yep. We're going, to, you know, we move every we couple broke, weeks. We went to California in between. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we're still moving around and we still get a little bit of change. Another challenge is weather considerations. Uh, one of the cool things about RV life is we chase flip-flop weather. Yep. Well, when you stay in one spot for a long time... <laughs> You know, you have to take that into account that the weather, you can't run from it. <laughs> and it was freezing when we got here. Yeah, we... Um, and it's cold today. Or maybe it's just... I mean, it's 70 today. But maybe because it's just rainy. But the last few days, it was like in the high 80s. And that's nothing like it's very humid here, which we weren't kind of used to over the winter. So just like sweating every day, sweating through shirts, working outside. Like it's, it's kind of rough. Yeah. Another one is space limitation. Now, this is not... This is not something that is challenging us right now because we're staying at my mom's. And thank you, mom. But we've pretty much taken over all of her space. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we have our stuff in her sunroom, in her garage, uh, out on her yard. <laughs> so, but let's say you were staying five, six months at a campground yep. or something. You know, you may run into uh, space limitations because being in one spot for a long time, you, you do tend to collect yep. a little bit more. And you get a little, uh, maybe a little comfortable or relaxed with your uh, tidiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty bad here right now. Well, in our case. Luckily, we got, we're in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. But in our case, there's like, you know, some building materials that we've been in and out. Another challenge is lack of privacy. Uh, you know, depending on the location you're at, you will have less privacy. You know, when we're on the road every couple of weeks, we do some boondocking. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but you may get stuck at a campground with people stuck right next to you. Or, you know, while I love staying at my mom's house, <laughs> you know, we are right here. So, you know, I can't yell at Tony as loud as I want to. And <laughs> he can't yell at me as loud as he wants to. <laughs> no, but lack of privacy. Another challenge is dealing with routine. While routine can be comforting for some people, our family works on zero routine. <laughs> yeah. The Other only- than like daily chores, school, yeah. work, we can be very spontaneous when we're off the clock. Mm-hmm. And staying in one place, you know, everyone, like our family is on routine, you know, 
also you kind of tend to fall into a little bit more of a routine yep. because well even for me like i find myself sleeping in more a yes. little later yes. I never, so what's going on with that we've been sleeping in like every day yeah i don't know i mean i used to be up like i feel like i was up at like seven every day yeah now, even if it was just getting out of bed and coming out into the living room and sitting down for 20 or 30 minutes now it's like i just want to like hang out in bed until i have to get up <laughs> take the dogs out and stuff yep so those are the challenges of extended stays let's talk about the benefits Depending where you're at, you can make a deeper connection with the place that you're staying or yeah. the area. And we talked about this a little bit in the slow travel podcast. Again, that's the failos.com slash 80. But staying in one place for an extended period allows you to explore that area more. And there's even stuff that we could do here. Like, uh, I will say, like, there's less free stuff. You know, like when we're out west in those areas, there's a lot more national monuments and national parks and that kind of thing. There's just less of that here. Another benefit is cost savings. Uh, when you stay an extended time, you get better rates. So if you're getting a monthly rate at a campground or, you know, something along those lines, it's much cheaper. In our case, you know, we got it free. Yep. And saving money on fuel and, you know, other travel related expenses that you might have. Another one is time for maintenance and upgrades. This is a big one for us because we have been doing a ton of remodeling. We yeah. could not have done any of this on the road. Not, not at this scale. Like, that's the thing, like, um, you know, there's a lot of people in full-time RVs, stuff that people that we follow on Instagram and Facebook and that kind of stuff, they show remodeling and stuff. But uh, just me seeing that and me being here and doing this at a scale that we're doing it, there's no way. I, I feel like there's no way I could do that on the road between, like, you know, uh, maybe a week or two weeks at a campground and then moving. Mm -hmm. I've dug in too far <laughs> to, to be able to do that. Yeah, and... Another advantage is you're able to use my dad's garage and his tools. Yep, that's so that's huge. really helpful. Yeah, thank you for all of that. <laughs> but those tasks all, you know, put more pressure on you if you you do have to leave in a week or a few days. Just like you said, you know, if we only had a week or two weeks to get something done, it'd be a lot more stressful. In fact, this floor, we were supposed to have done this two years ago. Yep. Last time we were in Michigan, we took out some of the carpet because we thought we'd be doing it yep. right away. And we kept putting it off because we're like, we're only going to be there for two weeks. We're only going to be there for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so we were very nervous to get started on it. And in my head, thinking it's going to be a way bigger project than it actually was. It, it could have been, depending on how you do it. But Yeah, it didn't take you too much. It didn't take you too long to do it. Another benefit is rest and relaxation. Uh, traveling every couple of weeks can be stressful and can be hard. Yeah, and it really depends on your style of travel, where you're staying, what your destinations are, and, you know, your goals for sightseeing or whatever. That can get stressful. I will say from Big Bend to Michigan, we did move quite fast. Yeah. And I was, I did find myself, I can't wait to be in one spot for a few months. Yep. I did say and that a few times. And now I'm like, I feel <laughs> like a, hard. Co a couple times a year we have those moments. Especially from like the fall, wherever we are in the fall, trying to get to our winter destination or area. Sometimes we do that. We have that like five to seven days of like beelining. Which yeah. Nobody really cares for. Mostly because we stay too long. In yeah. Places we shouldn't stay. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, spreading it out, spreading our travel time out. <laughs> we enjoy it too much. Yep. You also can build community, also hang out with family. That's a big one for us. We're spending a lot of time with family. We haven't been back here in two years. So our family did come see us a couple times, but, you know, my sister and her kids, we haven't seen them in two years. So that was really nice, especially for the kids to hang out with them. Yep. Yeah, and we've got, like, on my my side of the family, we've had a few or a couple, at least a couple get-togethers 
where we had big dinners and stuff. So that was nice. We could see everybody at one place. It is reduced stress. You don't have to worry about travel plans, where we're going to be, making reservations. It is funny. I was on my laptop the other day, and I was, like, opening all my art, my <laughs> tabs for travel and stuff and just, like, putting in some dates, like, when we're going to leave here and get to our next destination in North Dakota. And I'm like, I kind of miss this. I kind of miss uh, finding Planning. new places because I, yeah. I love doing, like, the – research on like the the destination like boondocking spots and and stuff like that if you find yourself in an extended stay situation there could be an opportunity for new hobbies yeah learn how to fly fish yeah something like that like or even like if you're traveling with kids and you're in a if you know you're going to be in one spot for a while maybe and you know if they like sports soccer or anything like that maybe enroll them in something like that mm-hmm yeah, especially if you're going to be there for, like, the whole summer. We should have did that, to like, be honest. Well, if they don't have family, you know, if you're somewhere and you don't have family, mm-hmm. you know, in our case, it's totally different. But if you're in a different state, full-time RVer, and you're, say, stuck in Florida for some reason, that's a consideration you might want to do. And you can do that a lot at, like, the community places. Yep. You don't have to enroll them through a school, obviously. You can do, like, I know when we were staying here in Fenton, Michigan, they had, like, the Fenton Community Center, and that's mm-hmm. where we enrolled our kids when we lived here. Yep. So... And there was, like, an archery club near our house. We enrolled um, Kylie in that. Yeah, and you don't have to be a resident. So you could easily find some of those kind of things nearby and just enroll them. I think the archery club was just, what, like, six weeks or eight weeks or something? It wasn't even that long. I think it was, like, yeah, it might have been a month or two. Yeah, so it allowed her to do it, and that would be fun to do on the road. And she really enjoyed it. Another one is flexibility to work or study. So let's say you're, um, you know, doing, you know, a big work project or – studying for some degree or whatever, you know, like it might be easier to settle down for that period of time. You know, maybe it's a very, if you're like doing online schooling and it's a very busy semester, it might make sense to stay in one area. Yep. Or even if one of your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like if we were doing online, you know, sort of virtual schooling Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there could be a benefit to settling down and working through an issue or something like that. And finally, better health management. Let's say you're having some health issues you know, that would be a benefit of staying in one area. You can go to the same doctor. A good example of this is um, orthodontics. Yep. We are struggling with this. We mentioned on another podcast that um, possibly, well, both kids need it, depending on when they need it is going to be what we're dealing with now. But uh, that's going to be interesting for us because we have to figure out (laughs) what area we want to stay in. We think we may have found a cool way out. There's one that is in multiple states. It's in Arizona, Utah, New Mexico. Colorado. Colorado. Yep. I think that's it. Yep. Um, So what's cool about that is it allows us to move around in those four states for however long she has to have. They have to have the braces. So that's that's the bad thing about braces on the road is that's a long-term commitment. Mm -hmm. But... This might be a cool benefit because we'll be moving around in that area. Yep. But it also allows you to have regular health checkups. We've done a lot of that here. Um, We've done all of our doctor's appointments. We've actually made two different teeth cleanings at the beginning of our stay and at the end, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Any of, like, the other visits that we just haven't done in a long time, we're able to do those. Yeah, and even the stuff stuff that needs to be um, health issues that uh, might come up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you've been having a hip issue, so yeah, you that, started looking into that. Yep, yep, that wouldn't have been possible, or it would have been much harder if we weren't staying in one spot. And Lexi just broke her collarbone. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> we'll talk about that on 
next week's podcast where we give you updates of everything. We should also talk about some strategies for making the most of your extended stay. Except for getting in the Jeep and going. Besides just, yeah, grabbing your keys and heading out the door. First one, I would say set goals for your stay. So make specific goals of why you're staying there. What's the purpose, the direction, and then checking them off. It feels good to accomplish stuff. um, And it, it makes it feel like, okay, you know, this is not the best idea to stay here for this long, but these were the reasons why we did it. And we're accomplishing those things. So it feels good that it's working. (laughs) It's like your punishment. And I hate saying that. So I know my parents are going to listen to this and be like, oh, it's a punishment. It's not a punishment, but it is a big change. It is a big shift to us. We actually, that's one thing we've noticed with this whole thing is we really love our lifestyle. And I don't know when we plan on stopping it. It could stop at any day. Yep. But as of right now, we still really enjoy moving every two weeks <laughs> or every couple of weeks. It's a lot of fun for us. It's a lot of fun for us exploring new places. Because we love checking off those new boxes. Yeah. And so as of right now, you know, I don't see that coming to an end. So this is hard. It's not a punishment. I enjoy hanging out with my family um, and Tony, your family. Yep. But um, it is hard for us. So I don't mean to say while we're talking through this, keep, keep making it sound like it's a huge downer. But Yeah, exactly. It's, but it is hard. It's And I can imagine it's for somebody who's a little older who retires after working somewhere for 35 years. As time keeps going, you're like, well, what could I do now? Yeah. Are, you know, I, I imagine it's the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So something that could help you is setting goals. I think that's been a big one for us. We've had a lot of projects to get done and completing those new projects, you know, have been, it's felt good. It felt like, okay, this is why we're here and we're getting these things done. Yep. And soon that will be over. Hopefully soon the remodeling (laughs) will come to an end. We're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. The big, big stuff I feel like is done. Yeah. Now it's more minor projects that we'll be able to finish and we'll be able to chill and hang out. And have some fun, yeah. Yep. Now that we have no money. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing to make the most of your stay is exploring the area in depth. Now, this yep. is a hard one for us because we have for the most part. However, there are some museums around here, and there are some other things that we can do, um, you know, and actually we get in free on them. We'll talk about that in a later podcast. Um, but there's been some cool things that we've got to do while we're here. Well, we've already gone to the in Flint. There's the Longway Planetarium. We've already been to that twice and mm-hmm. seen a couple different cool shows. So that was fun. That's something that we haven't done in years and years. And we actually never did that when we lived here. Yeah, no. <laughs> I did it before. Um, before kids. Yeah, before kids and before you. I don't yep. think we ever went together. Nope. But um, but that was fun. Another thing we've done since we've been here, we um, tried a couple new, well, we went to a couple restaurants that we've been to and loved before, and we tried some new ones. Yeah, and we've also even, like, explored, you know, some new Jeep trails. We actually drove to those. They're away from this immediate area, but still something we were able to do while we were here, so. Yeah, exactly. Another thing to help you get through is, like what we mentioned before, you know, hobbies and stuff, that'll keep you busy while you're, you know, pushing through that time period, whatever reason you're there for. So, you know, if you're, you know, for kids, for example, especially if you're not by family and friends, it's going to get probably really boring for the kids. If it's boring for you, it's probably really boring for them. So putting them in soccer or, you know, dance class or something like that would really keep them busy. And it's something for them to look forward to during your stay. Yeah, I mean, like what, like out school classes or, you know, playing a new instrument or learning a new instrument. 
or different projects. This this is also like your DIY projects, yeah. your upgrades to your RV, stuff like that. And All that does, stuff it, keeps you busy. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have to be like a full-on, full-blown remodel. Yeah. It could just be like painting or something like that. Yep. Another thing you can do is connect with the local community. You can build, you know, friendships. You could volunteer. Find local clubs that that share the same uh, interests. Mm-hmm. All this helps you connect with the community that makes you feel less lonely in yeah, that spot. Yeah, for sure. It might take a little of that uh, boredom, uh, boredom, antsiness <laughs> out. Another thing is to connect with family. I think this deserves its own tip. If you are near family or if you need to stay in one spot, but you're not like sold to a specific spot, like you could stay anywhere, but you need to settle down for a certain spot. And this is maybe for cost reasons. Maybe you yep. want to save, save some money for the summer. Try to choose an area with family that will help, you know, especially if they have kids, cousins, especially you if can, they have a big enough backyard to fit your RV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been able to go to a couple, you know, we went to the dance recital and some different events, which have been a lot of fun yep. uh, with, with our family. That's kept us busy. I mean, family is a big one. Staying in one area for me is really hard. You've been really busy with all the projects, but, you know, I'm just doing my normal working schedule. So having my family at least has been really good to, yeah. um, to keep me busy yeah, in for one sure. area. And while I said, you know, it's hard to maintain a routine, <laughs> it's also a strategy to get you through. So if you're stuck in one area, you can, you know, get up, go to the local gym or something. Or find you, a park and walk every day or something like that. Yeah, having a little bit of a routine in that area would keep you at least busy while you're, while you're in that area. Another fun one would be planning future travel. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you said earlier. How you found yourself doing that, Tony. I think this is a big one. Um, we've actually talked about this a few times, things that we could do. I was helping my sister plan some traveling that she's going to do this fall. And, you know, it was just really exciting to get into Yeah, it was exciting well. for me to help with that, too, because cause I enjoy it to a certain extent. Yeah. And <laughs> I do kind of miss it. So it was like being involved in that, I was like, it, it, it satisfied a little craving. Yeah, craving for the road. And it can, you know, it... Depending on the scale of whatever goal you're setting, you know, it can be a good incentive to to stay somewhere longer or even find like a work camping or something. That way you can save up for that big next trip. Mm -hmm. Take this opportunity to take care of your RV. A lot of things do take a long time. Sometimes if you want to get like tires or if you want to get something fixed on your RV, maybe you have to even give it to the dealership. You yeah. could get an Airbnb while, you know, it's getting getting work done you can use the convenience of like an extended stay to do that maintenance that you might be putting off because you're moving so much or something like that yeah or, like exactly. for for me there's not a ton of maintenance that i need to do to the rv uh mechanically but one thing that i my goal is while we're here is to wash and wax it twice <laughs> i think it'll be in the last week we both times <laughs> the, the first one's coming up i'm gonna do it here pretty quick um <laughs> Because we got, a new, we got a, a, a new little power washer that I'm going to try out. And obviously, yeah, I can use the brush and stuff. But it's something that's been long overdue, especially the waxing. And when it comes to maintaining, sometimes you, if you have to order a special part, you're going to be in one spot. It's easier to, to order that. It's going to take a while to get or something. Yeah, I think that happened one year. We had to order a window, and we yeah. weren't going to get it. Another thing to help you get by is stay active. 
physical activity is important. It keeps you keeps your mind settled when you're being a lump on a log. You'll get super depressed. Yeah, it's good for your physical health. It's good for your mental health. I like to break a mental sweat once in a while. <laughs> if you're used to traveling a lot and hitting all like the cool hiking trails and stuff like that, if it's just not possible where you're at, just find a park, find a walking path and, you know. Just do something to stay active so that you're not just sitting there thinking about being on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and then stay connected. Um, this is staying connected with fellow RVers, yep. you know, via text, email, seeing what they're up to, watching them on Instagram or, you know, Facebook. Um, also your family, staying in contact with them if you're not staying with them. A few more strategies to help you deal with that urge to be on the road. Yeah. <laughs> a the big call one, of the wild. Yes. One thing that might satisfy a craving to get back on the road and stuff is virtual travel. For me, I love messing with maps. I love Gaia and I love Google Earth and all that stuff. And uh, so that's fun. And then YouTube, wherever you're at, no matter where you're at, I'm sure there's a YouTube video about it that'll show you something new or, you know, maybe you can learn something new about the area. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Or the other cool thing is you can do other areas. So while you're stuck in one area, you can watch YouTube videos about where you plan on going yep. or where you can't go and you want to go something like that that's always good to watch too exactly i mean we used to watch all those fun rv lifestyle youtube videos before we actually were on the road so yeah and you learn a lot you know if there's mm -hmm. especially if you're just starting out and you haven't done much traveling it's it's a good tool to use to learn things and get your state book out and start adding in yep. your bucket list items <laughs> yeah that's a good opportunity to start uh Filling compiling a list of places you want to go yes you can also take the opportunity to, uh, you know, actually meet up. Depending on where you're in, where you're stationary, there might be some meetups nearby, like RV community meetups. Maybe yeah. there's other RV RVers that are stationary in that area as well. This happens in Florida um, during the winter. There's yeah. a lot of RVers there. So you may be able to, I mean, you may consider that stationary. If you plan on staying at one campground um, for the whole winter, you might be able to... Uh, find some meetups with different RVers. Yeah. And there's all kinds of different, like some of your membership clubs, like escapees, they have like all kinds of uh, events going on or all around the country. Or if, like if you're RV, RV Jeeper, you know, there could be off-road clubs or something mm -hmm. that you could, people you could meet up with, not necessarily RVers, but like in our case, there's just in our, probably within 20 minutes of driving, there's been several like Jeep nights at like the bar or brewery or restaurants or something. So the stuff like that you could look for. And the RV community is massive. Yeah. The full-time RV community especially. Uh, even though it's a small fraction of people out there, <laughs> every, everybody has something in common when they're a full-time RVer. So it's easy to connect. Another fun thing that you could do is be a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go and explore the area like you're a tourist. So pretend... Like, you haven't been there this whole time, and try to find some fun things to do. Get your camera and, you know, walk around like you're a tourist and actually enjoy the area like you've never seen it before. Yeah. You'll be surprised what you'll find. Yeah, and, and, you know, depending on where you're at, there might be a souvenir shop or even thrift shops. Sometimes you'll find some good, like, local kind of things in thrift shops. Like, in Michigan, everybody loves the Great Lakes, and everybody mm -hmm. loves the mitten-style art, and, you know, <laughs> so you'll find that everywhere in Michigan. Another good thing that you should do, which we should have done, <laughs> 
is spend the time adding to your blog or videos, YouTube videos. For, in our case, we have a website, but maybe you don't have a website. Start a website. Start a blog where you can write about all of your adventures. Yep. And it's a good time to do that when you're stationary because it does take a lot of time to start it. We started to explore more threads. Yep. And that did keep me very, very busy in the very beginning, which was nice. But yeah, something like that I think is, is good to do as well. Yeah, you could watch YouTube videos about how to make YouTube videos. Yeah, we we should do YouTube videos. We have so much video. I actually just moved over a bunch of video from my computer to our server. It was almost two terabyte of video. It was like 1.8. We have a lot of video. Terabyte. We have a lot of pictures. <laughs> and every time that we do something like organizing or looking for a specific photo, we end up spending like a bunch more extra time looking at them because... Just the other day, you were like, oh, my gosh, these pictures are so cool. I've never even seen them. Yeah, I was moving them from our computers <laughs> to the server. And I'm like, Tony, I've never even seen this drone footage before. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, so cool. I'll share it, share it soon with you guys because it was really cool. All right, I think that's it. I think those are our tips. We've delved deep into the world of extended stays. It's a topic we're dealing with right now. Yeah. and It's a hard one. <laughs> I'm sure at some point in, you know, most full-time RVers time on the road, there's going to come a point in time where you're going to be sitting stationary somewhere. Yeah. Whether, you know, whether it's necessity or whether it's, you know, it's just something that you want to do. If you want to take a break from travel. Well, just, just on that, I know somebody that we follow, um, they had a problem with their RV. Yeah. And they had to get an Airbnb and they were like stationary for like three months or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just because of that. So, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, but. Especially with the way that, like, if it's a factory issue or a warranty issue and the dealership has to deal with it, you know, lately in the last few years, the RV dealership work has been backlogged. So, yeah, at that point, you might expect to get a hotel or an Airbnb or something like that. That'd be rough. Mm-hmm. So we've explored the challenges that come with transitioning from nomadic lifestyle to stationary one. It's not all challenges. We also talked about the highlights of it, the benefits. Family. Family's been my big one. <laughs> Without them, I would be going insane. Yeah. <laughs> You've had at least something to keep you busy, but I'm just doing normal life over there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I would be in the Jeep driving us somewhere yeah. on my own if I didn't have family. <laughs> We've shared some strategies to make the most of your stay and, um, you know, different ways to keep you busy when the road is calling how to deal with it yep how when to deal just, with it when you got ants in your pants and you're <laughs> just ready to roll out and you should remember that every journey has its ebbs and flows there's going to be downtime and uptime you know there's going to be moments of stillness with every journey so you just have to figure out ways to make the most of it yep and by staying somewhere an extended period of time it will allow you to dig a little deeper into the area that you're staying you know, whether it's a small town or a big city or whatever, like there's a, there's always something new to do. Mm-hmm. It's Even just, if it's your hometown. You got to put a little bit of effort in. Sometimes you got to put a little bit more effort into being creative or finding those things. You know, even if it's your hometown, for example, this is our hometown. We did the laser show twice with our kids. And then we went with my mom and dad one time. Well, we, I'm sorry, we went with our kids once. And then we went with my mom and dad once. Yep. This is something we haven't done in... 20 years yep but it's something we've done before but still it was like fun to do it so i'm glad that we 
did it. So there, even in your hometown, there's things that you haven't either done in forever or just fun things that you can find to yeah. do. Yeah, just revisiting some of those old things. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your experiences and tips for making the most of extended stays when the road is screaming your name. Yeah, maybe it's something we need help with right now. So yeah. please share with us. You can share all of the ways. Leave us a message at 810-373-2020. You can DM us on Facebook or Instagram at the Fayolas, and you can email us at hi at the com, and that's hi at the com. Don't forget about our 100th post. We told you about that already. You can send us your questions all the ways I just mentioned. If you need the show notes for this episode, go to thefailless.com slash 82. Well, thank you for joining us on this journey today. I'd say it's kind of been helpful for us. Yeah, but like our own emotional <laughs> state. Because <laughs> there's definitely some pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And like I, I like to say about most things that I get myself into, it always looks great on paper. <laughs> this sounds like my uh, <laughs> RV plans for you. Looks yeah. great on paper, Kristen. That's all you got to do is. Yeah. <laughs> all you got to do is, babe, tear this out, put this there. Yep. Move this over here. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have an update for you. The kids will be on the podcast. We're going to go over some of the things that we've been up to and some of the fun things that have been keeping us busy. Stay tuned. Until next time. Keep traveling. Keep exploring. Keep dreaming. And keep making the most <laughs> of this incredible RV life. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry about the rain. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry about the rain. I hope it's not that bad. Hello? Oh, yep. Just let Kristen know that the fridge is in and loaded. Okay. Fridge is in and loaded. Just like me. We're on, you're on the podcast, Dad. Say hello. Well, hello. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> I'm going to give your dad the royal treatment. <laughs> you're off on a tangent, honey. Yep. Bring it back. Bring it back. Anyways. <laughs> In other words, we look like dumpster people right now. Well, <laughs> all we're it. missing is a car on blocks. So yep. they can't yell at each other <laughs> No, take it Hold on, let me take a drink. Does it sound like I have a rough voice to you? Yeah, very odd for somebody who talks all day. been training for this whole <laughs> life. Well, let's uh, talk about... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. For Sorry, making, you're going to do it again. I'm coughing. <laughs> making oh, the most man. of I'm your extended stays. You started talking in the middle of coughing. <laughs> Long area. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You say it. <laughs>